Welcome to episode 59. Everything's fine. The Breakdown Wall Podcast. Everything's fine. fine. Just fine. We're doing on time. We're doing this on time. It's not a crime. I don't know. I need a lime. You're out of yeah. rhyme. I need a better rhyme. And uh, those weren't direct rhymes with fine, but uh, I took the M&M approach. That's what it was. Uh, anyway. You'll have to pay <laughs> a fine. I'll <laughs> have to pay a fine. Episode 59. Uh, Indeed. We will shine. And we won't talk about trying. (laughs) This is a game series. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh my. I don't know. It's it's weird. Alright. So this episode, I'm tentatively referring to as the finally a break episode. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Because although we have things to talk about, um, it is not, I repeat, it is not as terrifying as last week was. Um, no, last so, week was crazy. Just the amount of stuff. Yeah. And I think it's good. I think Oof. it's good that, uh, I think it's good. Like, this episode, I'm, I'm going to hesitantly say this, maybe a little shorter, but... <laughs> but We do have a lot to um, say on, on one particular uh, topic. Yeah, that's, that's but, very true. Uh, yeah, still overall, it's going to be a way shorter episode. Yeah, way shorter, probably. Um, but um, I think it's good for us to not have a bevy of things to discuss all the time. So, yeah, man. Um, so that's going to, let's see, that's probably going to do it for the intro. It's, it's going to be a, you know, basic episode, gaming news, sensibility news, you know how it goes. By the way, uh, you probably can't hear it, but uh, just in case you can, uh, they're doing some... Uh yard work outside i believe they're cutting down some trees out there um, so if you landscaping hear, if you hear chainsaws in the background that's why also if you hear a mew it's our tiny little kitten that we have now she's cute our little tiny kitten named anna yep so yeah that's that uh so let's get <laughs> to the show with some game games Well, my voice cracked for once. <laughs> okay, so Sterlock, my friend, let's talk about the PlayStation Five, shall we? Yes. Talk about the PlayStation Five. Indeed, I think we should. So, PlayStation Five, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oof. Well, let's let's start off by saying this. We recorded the um, the episode of the podcast last week after the PS5 event, almost right after it, very very shortly after before, we recorded that episode. I think even before the early pre-orders went up. Yeah, yeah, because we announced. That's why I wanted to start with this, because we said last week. No pre-orders we going said live it. tomorrow. We said it. Pre-orders going live tomorrow, guys. Get ready for Thursday pre-orders, everybody. All right. Yeah. We're set. Oh. Now, we record that episode. I get back downstairs because I, I was spending time Literally like a time. half hour after we got done recording, I think. It was I don't even, really I don't even know if it was that. 
I don't even know if it was that. Because, it like, may have, for all we know, it may have actually been while we were still recording. Yeah, what I remember is, what I remember is, I get back downstairs, go to my laptop, look at what's been going on on Twitter, and all of a sudden I'm seeing PS5 pre-orders. Yep. Some people saying, I got it, I got it. Like, what? <laughs> Where did you get it from? What's this mystery place that this... And then I see what's really going on. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen... PS5 pre-orders were a debacle. A big, giant debacle. Um, There's a lot of there's a lot of layers to this. Um, From what I understand, because I've I've kind of been like combing through, like throughout the week and trying to figure out if people realize what's going on. Um, and of course, everyone's blaming Sony now. I'm not saying it wasn't their fault, like they have no blame. But from what I understand, it is primarily Walmart's fault. Yeah. So what I've heard is Sony didn't tell retailers not to put up pre-orders until Thursday. Yeah. They did indeed say that. Walmart, though, who, as many people know, is a terrible, terrible company that doesn't treat its employees well or, you know. Yeah anything um walmart decided you know we're walmart screw the rules we have money we're we're pretty awesome literally they said they pretty much said that yeah yeah we have money screw the rules and we want more money and you know how we can get that money well there's this big red button right here and all we gotta do is press it push the button they push the button Anna's doing something. I don't know what she's doing. What are you doing? Playing with something. Oh, she's <laughs> she's playing with our phone cables. No, oh, no. no little kitty. <laughs> she's climbing up my laptop case now. Oh, <laughs> she gonna get you. Gonna get got. Gonna get got. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, back on back on top. How can we stay on topic with this little kitten in here? Um, <laughs> Cute things to, to global merciless giants. Right, right, exactly. Back to back to global merciless giants, everyone. <laughs> yeah, back to global merciless giants. Uh, so Walmart says, yeah, we have we we have lots of money. Let's push the button, and uh, they did. <laughs> now Bob's <in>. they, <laughs> yeah, now Bob's into it too, and they did push the button. They opened up pre-orders first. They were the first ones. So of course, what happens? Everybody just everyone like, hears about it. Hey. Jumps on. Well, yeah. Well, first, everyone jumps on Walmart. Gets gets buys out their stock in minutes. Minutes. Yeah. Um. And then were the bots a big problem with the Walmart? No, no ones? they were not. Not then. Not then. They became a problem later. But that that was expected. Like I hate to say it, but like everyone, like that was expected. Yeah. Um. And we'll get into more of that later too. Um, for another reason. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, as a response to this, other retailers are like, wait, this isn't fair. If Walmart's doing this, we have to get in on this because, you know, if, if every, everyone's going to just go back to Walmart. Like, the thing is, there's a certain, there's a certain level of, if, if you want to pre-order something, um, you don't want to shop. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe, this, maybe this is just me. 
but I feel like people don't want to shop around if they want to pre-order something. So like if they find it available somewhere else, or if they find it available somewhere, they'll get it from that place. And yeah. if it's not available, or like if it was available and it's now not available, they'll just sign up. They'll sign up to be notified when it is available. Just go get it there. So basically, they, they were the other retailers were worried about shifting loyalties for pre-orders, and so a lot of them push their buttons too. Yep. GameStop, uh, Best, Best Buy. Buy was the big one I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah, Best Buy. Best Buy was a big one. Yeah, Target. Target as well. Um, several retailers. I think a couple of. Uh, I want to say a couple of UK retailers did it too. I think, if I recall correctly. But um, so yeah, a lot of them pushed their buttons too, and uh, so pre-orders started vanishing, just vanishing. Nobody could get, now, especially later. Nobody could get systems. Now the good news about this, believe it or not, there's actually, in my opinion, there's good news about it, is that the scalpers weren't prepared for this to happen, and that. Many of the pre-orders that were lots sold of people were got to... legit systems. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Many of the pre-orders that were sold were sold to legit people. Um, not to say the scalpers did not compensate. Mm, yeah. Uh, they have. They of course exist, and they have. Uh, they have been around, and uh, I believe a couple days after um, after Thursday or a couple days after Wednesday, I think like on Friday. There was already like 5,000 listings on eBay for I'm just going to say this, guys. Don't pay more than retail price for fucking PS5. Don't pay more than retail price for anything, especially if it's new. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You don't even... $2,000 for a PS5. Yeah, that's a good deal. Uh... But it's guaranteed. I already have the pre-order and everything, man. You're good. (sighs) I wouldn't trust a person like that. Like, even, even if... Even if they legit had a PS5, I wouldn't trust them because that's like they're the already doing something. It's like the equivalent of like those old shady, like um, VHS and like bootleg salespeople I used to see out back um, of electronic stores back in the day. I don't know if you remember those days. Like, oh, I remember those. Days, that yeah. stuff going on. I got some DVDs. I got a multi-cart, man. This thing has like 500 games on it. Don't you want to buy it? Yep. It's like that. It's like that. It's the modern version of that. 500 Game Boy games on one cartridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yours for the low, low price of $2,000. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, uh... So, the scalpers got it. So, I I was going to say... Oh, by the way. I wouldn't trust them because... By the way, just so you guys know, this is already... There's 5,000 listings, but every single one of them is against eBay Terms of Service. You know why? You can't because sell eBay a product of, that's not out yet. Not, not only that. Not, you, you technically can, except for one thing. eBay Terms of Service states that the sale must be com- concluded, that is, the product delivered, within 30 days of the sale. Ah, <laughs> the PlayStation 5 is not out till the 12th of November, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nice. So they're all violating eBay terms of service. That's hilarious. So hopefully eBay, you know, takes action on that. I don't know if they are or not, but hopefully they are. Uh, but that said, anyway, um, there, there's more layers to this, though. Something else happened that night. I don't know if you know about this one. or You might, because uh, I heard about it from a source that we probably have both heard from, at least, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, something else happened that night. 
and it's it really adds another layer of intrigue to this this mess, this big old mess. So, some of you may have have been saying, some of you may have been following some of the news, maybe saying, "Well, why didn't you mention Amazon?" Because pre-orders for Amazon went live oh, uh, early as well. Yeah. You want to know why I didn't mention Amazon? Because Amazon actually did not release their pre-orders early on the public website. What happened with Amazon is just another, another level of crap. Um, some internal employee within Amazon leaked a link that contained a, the, the appropriate code to bring up the pre-order page for PS5, even before it had been released to the public. If you click that link, you could still get there. And that link went everywhere. That employee is probably no longer with the company. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. And probably blacklisted from lots of... Oh, yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet. Yep, they leaked it. It went everywhere. People clicked it, because of course they did. They want PS5s. Yeah. And they got them um, before Amazon even went public with the PS5. It, Amazon never got the chance. I'm sure Amazon is pissed. They are. They are. But they are honoring them. Wow. Because I that's wouldn't. the smart thing to do. I would. I would. Nah. It's not the customer's fault, dude. That's yeah, not... but like, I don't know. We didn't find out as 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 consumers until way later. Mm. Yeah. As far as as far as the consumer knew before the news came out about what actually happened, as far as the consumer knew, pre-orders had gone live on Amazon just like everywhere else would go, you know, was oh, pressing their buttons. So people thought it was like legit. Okay. Yeah, because okay. the link was all over Twitter. And social media. Yeah. People okay. were like, you know, even even with the other retailers, people were already sharing the links to the, the places where you could pre-order. Like, hey, man, the uh, pre-orders just went live at, at Target. Click on this to get it. it. It was just like, it was just posts just like that. You know? Mm. Oh, oh, man, pre-orders are live at Amazon. Click here to get it. You so know, people clicked the, it. You know in the future, they're going to, like, all the places are going to put, like, all these systems in place to make sure there's got to be some kind of gate. Yeah, there's stuff like this kind of gate. does never happens again. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be some kind of gate. So basically, the bottom line is Amazon never got to go live Oof. with their pre-order because their stock was already sold out by the time they would have been able to. Oh my god, that's unreal. But, I, but they. They're put in a difficult position. I, I I understand where you're coming from, Sherlock, but they're in a difficult position because people already paid yeah. their money, and they thought it was a legit. They didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah. Okay. It's not on the it's not on the customers. It's on the, the guy that did this. It's really yeah. just all on him. So yes, they're honoring all the pre-orders. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. So. <laughs> so, that was that. Um. Oh, and there's there's just there's more too. Like. Oh, this just never ends. It, it's, crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. So, like, there's been scattered instances since then where a few more pre-orders have gone live on certain websites. Um, like, for instance, I remember, I believe it was Thursday evening. Uh, oh, Bob. It? No, it was Walmart. It was Walmart. Um, Walmart got more stock and was able to reopen pre-orders at, like, 9 p.m. on Thursday evening. <laughs> which, again... Sold out in minutes. Yep. <laughs> it's like BlizzCon tickets. It's, it's BlizzCon tickets. Uh, <laughs> and yes, there's still more. Um, 
Sony did their own thing as well. They had a we talked about this on the on the podcast before. They had a pre registration program, um, for uh, basically through the PlayStation website itself, where you could pre register. Uh, if you were selected, you get an invite to uh, uh, an event to pre order. You know, basically be the first. To, of course, we were not the first, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny. That's the funny part about it. But that's not that's not really the point. Like the the marketing be the first thing isn't really the point. The point is that you were able to get in that way. <laughs> like mm-hmm. pre-orders are so difficult to get that it's not really about being the first. It's about getting one in the first place. <laughs> You're right. Um, so that is uh, something that luckily, luckily, and believe me, I understand how lucky I am. Um, I got selected for that. And I was able to jump on that. And that, that took place on Friday. So I actually don't even know why they used the be the first marketing because even if even if the pre-orders went off the way they were supposed to, we still wouldn't have gotten ours until Friday. So we wouldn't have been the first anyway. I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> That's silly. Anyway, but the thing about that is that went off without a hitch. I, I have to say, I, I almost hate to say it because Sony I almost feel did guilty it saying smartly it. because Sony yeah. put gates in place to make sure shit like what yep. went down didn't happen. There was on okay. their end. Here's what Sony did. Here's why it worked. Everything was very carefully tracked because yep. when you when you clicked on your but so first of all, there's multiple ways that they did this. First of all, the link you received to go into the website uh, for the pre-order event was a specific URL to you. Every URL was was specific to the person that used it. That's number one. Number two, if that wasn't enough for you, it's tied to your PSN account. It's tied to your PSN account. You had to log in to PSN to make your purchase, which means you literally oh. could not make another one unless you had multiple PSN accounts. I guess you could do it that way, but still. still. Well, you basically yeah. had to, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't really because you had to be selected in the first place. That's true. That's true. By you were selected based on your PSN account too, so you're right. You're right. So you wouldn't have had couldn't even get around it that way. So. Yeah, because uh, that's, that's true, because that's, that's right. He said, they said if you... Uh, if you if someone else clicked the link that wasn't you, they'd be kicked out of the ordering system. So yeah, yep. Um, so yeah, um, so they tracked everything very carefully, and when you clicked on the link, it put you into a waiting room. So the server was never overloaded, not once. It was never overloaded. You were in Good. a waiting room. You were in a queue, which was, by the way, very accessible. I want to I, I want to say that. Nice. The queue page was super accessible. It told you how long uh, you had to wait left. Told you when it was your turn. And then it redirected you to the place where you can actually place your order. Nice. Yep. Very nice. It worked very well. But I, that's that's. But I almost feel guilty about that because, like, I've been seeing the news. I know how much trouble people have had getting PS5s. Mm-hmm. I know. I really do. And yet, here I am, got selected with this freaking thing, which is cool. But I had no trouble at all. If I'd gotten selected, I I totally would have bought one. Cause... Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was worried too. Like even while I was ordering it, I was like, my heart was racing. Like, because I've never done anything like that before. I've never been in a pre-order event like that before. And one of the one of the little rules they had in the beginning of the the thing in the on the queue page was just so you know, your item is not reserved technically until you check out. So mm-hmm. here I am when it's finally my turn. I'm still trying to rush, like panicking, trying to rush because I'm like, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it because. PS5s are, have been going quickly so far, so I'm like, sure. oh my god, oh my god. Uh, but it was there's there was no problem at all. Uh, 
I, I did take a, it was probably I was probably a little slower than the average sighted person because there was one access issue, but I was quickly able to work around it. But the fact that it existed at all means that it took me a little bit longer to to get through it. Yeah. The um, you know, how there's different types of, of combo boxes. Um, oh yeah. They use for the for the selection of uh, which state you're from. They use that type where uh, you can't just select it and then tab to the next thing. You have to select it and hit enter and then tab. Oh the next yeah, thing. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't hit enter the first time, so I had to reselect it. Oops. Um, so yeah, it's it's a thing. But but really, honestly, like comparatively, I had no trouble at all. PS5 was yeah. pre-ordered, it's fine. Um, but that, yeah. So Sony did that smartly. Um, and I, I commend them for that. Now, another layer to this is Xbox's response. Xbox's response was to... Basically, what's the word? Uh, Do the exact opposite? Well, <laughs> yes and no. Uh, so, so they they took some shots. Is what I'm is what I'm trying to say. They uh, yeah. their their social media account took some shots at Sony. Like, hey, just so you know, <laughs> Xbox Series X pre-orders are going to be on this day at this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, Microsoft was probably like furiously calling. Don't you fucking dare leak shit early. Oh, they or probably called. We Walmart. are going to blacklist you. They probably called Walmart corporate. Like you had better not do this again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, from uh, from what I've heard about uh, Xbox pre-orders, though, uh, here's another layer. From what I heard about Xbox pre-orders, um, they did meet their time thing. So. Pre-orders did go live when they said they would, which, yes, okay, fine, is a win for them. However, this also meant the scalpers were ready. Yep. Uh, I understand. And that, how. Yep. I, I understand that getting an Xbox Series S or X is basically now just as difficult as PS5. Yep. Because the scalpers were ready. I mean, I saw one tweet from someone that said they, they, they went to the Best Buy page um, three hours before the, the time of the, uh, the pre-order starting. And by the time it started, by the time they actually got through, they were sold out. Oh my god. So... Wow. Yeah. I... It's, it's, not, it's, it's not going well all around for pre-order. Now, the next thing is, and I actually, I actually think this is a nice thing. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just because I'm a fan of Sony. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Sony did a public apology, uh, issued a public apology about yep. the pre-order debacle and said that they are intending to, they're actually already doing it apparently, uh, ramping up production and they will release more pre-orders over the next few days and they'll ultimately release more units uh, throughout the rest of the year. So more pre-orders almost immediately and more units throughout the rest of the year than yeah. they originally had planned. That's good. That's very good. That's very good. They want people to get PS5s, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so keep your eyes peeled if you want a PS5. It's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> Sony's going to put up more pre-orders very soon. I believe they actually have in some, in some retailers already. Um. I don't think they did with Amazon yet because I actually had uh, it on the Amazon watch list because for those who didn't know, my original intent was to get the PS5 on Amazon 
because I have a little bit of Amazon credit that I wanted to use on that to make it a little bit cheaper. Um, so that was my original intent. So I had it on a watch list, but I haven't seen the email that says it's, it's back in stock yet. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure some uh, some retailers did get some more already, and more to come, you know, as time goes on. Yeah, I think GameStop got some more. Um, so yeah, if you want a PS5, keep looking around every now and then and see if you can find one. Yeah. You, you will eventually. <laughs> is the idea that I'm getting here. It's not going to be um, as scarce as the Switch was, I don't think, for... Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's going to be a sought-after item. Yep. All right. Um, I think that's... Okay. Yeah, I think it's all for that. Um, so now, moving on to our next item. A bit of a negative. And this is... Uh, this is... This is kind of unfortunate, I think. I, I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy about this. That said, yeah. that well, that said, I actually have heard a take on it that I want to talk about as well. Um, so we'll get we'll we'll let's talk about and it. And okay. boy, did this come out of nowhere! Yeah, it kind of did. Um, which is insane. one of the, this is one of the reasons I didn't like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, so here it goes. Believe it or not, I have a negative thing to say about Sony. Uh, oh, so, this isn't. Oh, okay, this isn't. Oh no, 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 not not that yet. Not that okay, yet. Okay. This is this is still PS5 stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been revealed that many, uh, well, multiple. I should no, I shouldn't say many because there actually aren't many yet. But yeah. multiple uh, PS5 exclusive games, uh, first party games, are also going to be on PS4. Now, mm. on on the surface, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but Follow you hear us out here. So the two that are confirmed right now to be on PS4 are Spider-Man Miles Morales and Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Now, this revelation comes after the statement that was made several months ago by Sony talking about how we believe in generations. We want people to get to the PS5 as quickly as possible, and we want to make games that are all about that PS5 tech. Yeah. But given that the games are going to be on PS4 as well, again, we we go back to the Xbox problem. The reason we didn't like the fact that there's not going to be any real Xbox Series X exclusives for a couple of years, we didn't like that because it'll hold back game design. It'll make it so they have to cater to a lower power system. And yeah. so they'll design the game around that. Even even if the even if they upscale it for the, the, the better system, even if they do the, the faster loading times and whatnot, the game is still going to be designed around uh, this lower power system. They're not going to they're not going to do a different version of the game. They're not going to develop an entirely different thing. So this basically means that unfortunately, PlayStation is essentially doing the same thing that Xbox is doing. Um, yeah, and hopefully they, it's not for as long as. Yeah, well, the, first of all, there's, there's, there's a there's a couple things here too. Well, first of all, they were uh, they were just less um, less transparent about it for one thing. But second of all, there are positives, and I think you're I think I think you're uh, I think you're on the right track there, Sterlock. Where when you're saying you know you're hoping it's not going to be as long, I don't think it will be. And here's why here's why I don't think it will be because while 
Spider-Man Miles Morales and Horizon Forbidden West are going to be on PS4. We can already Here say... Anna, Brandon. Be careful. Oh. She's over by your headset. We're the, uh, uh. Oh, monster. Hi. hi, monster. Hello, little kid. Okay, so we can already say um, that the Demon Souls remake and Ratchet and Clank are not coming to PS4. This has been confirmed. Okay. Not coming to PS4. So, unlike the Xbox Series X, PS5 is retaining some PS5 exclusives. Actually, sorry. Get thinking about it, I kind of get why those two, of all things, are um, on PS4 as well because they're established. You know, Horizon and and uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, like those are big PS4. Yeah, yeah, that's that's marquee a point. titles. So yeah. like. I don't know. No, you're you're right about that. The argument against it, though, is especially with Horizon more 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 Horizon than Spider Man. Yeah, this was an opportunity to show the power of the PS5 and massive massive RPG worlds, which Horizon you know kind of already was, but this was a chance to show here's what that would look like on the PS5, a PS5 exclusive giant open world RPG, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're not. We're not going to get that because the game has to be designed for PS with PS4 in mind now. I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to be a good game. It probably is, but it's not going to be what uh, what it could have been on the level of like what Russian Clank, right? Demon Souls are going to. Be. I mean, th- those are very different types of games than than Horizon, but but yeah, it's not going to be on that level. It's not going to take advantage of that all that technology. And yeah, it'll take advantage of some. I'm sure Horizon, the PS5 version of Horizon, will support the. The dual sense stuff, the haptic feedback, blah 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 blah. Yeah. In fact, in fact, they already confirmed it. Well, what am I talking about? Um, uh, but at the same time, it's not going to be what it could have been. And I think that's the big Horizon. I think is the biggest argument against it because of the whole discussion of what an open world RPG would be like on next gen that Sony did. Like, mm-hmm. what would it be like? Oh, wait, you're gonna have to wait to really find out what it'd be like because <laughs> it's not going to be Horizon. Yeah. So, you know, but but I, I get it, though. You're right, too. You're right, too. Like, you're right. Spider-Man and Horizon are huge pre-established PS4 franchises. So, I mean, you're not wrong. If, if someone yeah. doesn't have a PS5, you should probably get this. But to be fair, you could say the same. You could kind of say the same thing about Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank is not only an established, uh, like, PS4 series. It's an established PlayStation series. You know? Yeah, and now people who can't get PS5s are going to miss out on the, on this this next one, because it didn't is. Did Clank have a PS4 game? Yeah, they did. They okay. sure did. It's the one we played on PlayStation Now that one time. Oh, the PS4, okay. The PS4 reboot. Okay. Um. Yeah, they they sure did. So, it it kind of it's it's a sword that cuts both ways. Yeah. Um. So it's it's unfortunate, but it's like so. Going back to I guess the main point. At least there will be exclusives, unlike with Xbox, where there will be none. Yeah, I um, think that's a bad move, but... Yeah, PS5 owners will be getting some exclusive. Demon's Souls Remake is PS5 exclusive, so is Ratchet and Clank. They're not coming to PS4, that is established and confirmed, but some games are. So, it's kind of like they're going against what they originally said, but they're also sort of upholding it to a certain extent. Like, they're, they're, they're going halfway on it. Yeah. <laughs> they're going halfway. You know. Um... It's just, I don't know, I see it as an unfortunate turn of events because 
not that I'm not hyped. I mean, I'm still super hyped for the PS5. Don't get me wrong. I'm still super hyped for it. But uh, it just, it's not what I was hoping it would be in terms of the the cut to PS5. I thought we were going to get some really great, a bunch of really great PS5 games right away that would just be PS5 and be amazing because they were just PS5. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that said, I did hear an interesting take on this, and I want to bring this up too. Now, granted that all of this is, is marketing choices, you know, like the fact that Xbox chose TELUS right away, there, there would be no Series X exclusives uh, for a couple of years, was a choice. The fact that Sony did not choose to tell us that, uh, and specifically the fact that Sony did not choose to tell us that before showing us gameplay was a choice too. Um, right, the reason I say that this, would have changed. That might have changed perception. opinions. But also, the reason I say this is because I heard someone, uh, a YouTube uh, YouTuber that I follow, bring up the interesting idea that maybe, just maybe, none of this matters. He said, because he, he said, look, we watched the the recent, the most recent Sony event, which featured a giant chunk of Miles Morales gameplay. Um, and yes, that was PS5 gameplay, but all of us were blown away by that. All of us were. That includes me yeah. and you, Sterlock. Yeah. It sounded great. Right? So, like, maybe none of this matters. Miles Morales is going to be on PS4 <laughs> as well. But technically, by showing gameplay first, Sony has already proven that maybe, just maybe, they can make us not care as PS5 owners that it's also on PS4. Yeah. Because apparently the gameplay looks spectacular. It sounds really great. I can already confirm that. Um, so maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe PS5 games that are also on PS4 will still somehow feel like PS5 games. Well, especially with the load times. I mean, sure, that's going to that's gonna be a big contributing factor. <laughs> Can't argue I'm, with that one. I'm just waiting for the comparison videos. I just, I, I just, oh my God. I just want, I just want someone to show the UI for a little while and then click on a game that Boot was closed game. before it. Right, yeah. Boot a it's game not... that was, not resume it, not, don't show us quick resume, because Xbox already did that and it's going to be the same thing on PS5 essentially. So I don't care about that. Show us a closed game that is not currently open, being booted. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to see that too. Yeah. Um, I believe, speaking of that, Unrelated to this, but I believe Sony did say that we would get a peek at the UI pretty soon. So hopefully there'll be videos that come with that. So nice. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm honestly I am curious about the the opinions of our listeners on this stuff. But I do ask for feedback all the time. We never get any feedback. <laughs> that said, please give us feedback. <laughs> But we know people are listening. That's the weird We know part. people people are definitely listening. Um, but we want to hear from you too. Like I really I really mean that. Like I this is this is a situation that has good and bad elements to it. Like I said, it sucks that Sony kind of lied to us about this the next yeah. gen stuff. But at the same time No chewing cables, Ron. Oh, you're so bad. <laughs> you're so bad, you little kitty. You're no. so bad. Come here, Ron. <laughs> but, but at the same time, Overload of cuteness. Yeah, right. Uh, at the same time, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe well, now she's purring. Maybe that maybe that <laughs> impressive gameplay we heard at the PS5 event 
is just what we should come to expect, and that is the end of it. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Let us know what you think, guys. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Next up. Final gaming news item that I have. This is the one I was... This is the this, one you're probably thinking. This came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere, and I have every every belief in the world that, that was the exact intention of Xbox. Mm-hmm. Ladies Absolutely. and gentlemen, Xbox has acquired Bethesda Studios. In fact, they acquired the parent company of Bethesda, ZeniMax, for over $7 billion. Something like $7.5 billion. You. Oh, yeah? Aww. Yeah. Hi. She wants my love and attention. Just... Hang on, cat break. Cat break. Cat break. This is yeah, so, so Xbox Aww. acquired ZeniMax for like $7.5 billion. Just for... Um... Just, just to put this in, into perspective. <laughs> Bring it, that's, that's the only perspective you really need. That's the only perspective you really need. Oh my god! Yep, yep. That's almost four times. That's three and a half times what Disney paid for Star Wars. <laughs> that's Disney a good paid point. two billion for Star Wars. That's a Wars. good point. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. <laughs> How insane is that? Right, like Xbox doling out the dough, dishing out yep. the cash uh, for <laughs> for Bethesda and, and all their properties. I think she legit wants to be in your lap, <laughs> nope, or something. Don't you fall <laughs> off his lap? She's oh, she almost took a tumble. Yep, she almost took a tumble. We caught her. Oh. Hope your legs okay. She got a claw into it. I know. Oh boy! All right. <laughs> this is the cat episode, guys. Is <laughs> taking over. Um. Well, so this. Gonna walk on my keyboard. So on, so basically to uh, to put this in like if if you're not familiar with like publishers and developers and stuff, this means Xbox owns properties like Prey, like Fallout. Like Doom, yeah, this is big. like Elder Scrolls, um, all of them. They own all of them. Yep. Uh, and more. I mean, there's there's more that I'm not thinking of right now, but there's 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 more. And uh, it's this is big. This is a big deal. Um, it likely means very few Bethesda games will be coming to PS5. What is your problem? That I said, heard rumblings that the um, their first party games will still Maybe. might still come to PS5. I don't know. Yeah, I, I heard it's a might. I heard it's a might. Yeah. I, from what I heard, it is very unclear. But Bethesda has supposedly said that Microsoft is going to still allow them to publish their own games, which means they could theoretically allow that. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because I, I mean we'll Minecraft. Yeah, that's yeah, that's can't true. Can't you that's true. can't Minecraft you get Minecraft on, on? Yeah, you can. Um, it's on PS4. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So. You're correct. So yeah, there's, maybe there's maybe. a precedent here. And now there, there's actually a thing I like about this, and the thing I like about it is, with this acquisition, uh, Xbox is still allowing Bethesda to um, release its currently existing PS5 exclusives. So I don't know the oh, name of the, the exact. I don't know the name of the exact development team. But you know that that game Deathloop? Oh, that was a that's a, okay. 
That's a Bethesda game, apparently. I, I did not know that. Yeah, apparently it's a Bethesda game. Uh, and it's a PS5 exclusive, and Xbox is still honoring it. Oh, so that's, that's good, at least. They're going to let them keep their exclusives. <laughs> Thanks, Xbox. Wow. For allowing Sony to keep their exclusives. Um, but what I think, a weird I, turn of events that is, though. Like, It is a weird turn of events. And I ha- I've had so many, like, I personally went through multiple reactions to this. My first reaction was actually like, oh, well, like, most Bethesda games are super buggy anyway on launch. Yeah, they are. Like, look at Fallout 76. The community has to fucking fix most, like, 90% of Bethesda games. Like, the community fixes them. Yeah. And then my second reaction... (sighs) Yeah, it's it's, typically they're not good. I mean, maybe the Microsoft money will make them better. I don't know. But Maybe. my, My second reaction was, well, this could be interesting, given that Xbox now owns both Bethesda and Obsidian Entertainment. And I saw people tweeting about this. They're like, wait a minute. If Obsidian actually partnered with Bethesda to make Fallout New Vegas 2, then Fallout New Vegas 2 could be kind of amazing. Because Obsidian made New Vegas. Apparently New Vegas 2 might actually happen. Is that a thing? I heard heard people say that it was going to or that it might i don't know i have not heard that i've, I've heard people hoping that it's going to happen maybe that's what <laughs> I, I saw heard, i haven't seen anyone actually saying it's going to happen but I, but this acquisition makes people hope i mean happen. that would be because new vegas is amazing yeah and xbox already has obsidian under their belt so you know the freaking toaster i want that toaster i want the fallout the toaster. toaster yeah oh wait wait what What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look up the uh the Fallout toaster. It's amazing. The Fallout toaster. Yes. Okay. I will look that up later. Best what character in Fallout. I'm not even joking. Character? Yes. Character. Okay. 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 <laughs> I will find it's out a, more about this. It is a talking robotic toaster. Oh. Um I mean is it's it... it's an NPC. Like it's not like a it doesn't like fight with you, but like Right. Oh, I, the dialogue, dude. Oh my god, it's it's awesome. Would you call it a brave little toaster? <laughs> Actually, uh... <laughs> more like a I'm going to kill everything. Oh, an evil toaster. Yes. Huh. I really need to hear this now. Ma- oh, dude. <laughs> okay, you will, you we'll will, look that up later. You will die laughing. Listeners, but... definitely look that up as well. Yes. There you go. That's a free one from Sterlock, brought to you by Sterlock in- Enterprises. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so ultimately, no matter what your opinion of it, this is a huge, huge, huge deal. This is a major game publisher. They are, they are still considered to be a major game publisher being acquired by another major game publisher. Like, when Xbox acquired Ninja Theory, when they acquired Obsidian and things like that, those were like single studios. This is, this is an acquisition of a parent company by Xbox. Multiple studios, multiple teams, multiple properties, multiple games. It's big. It's uh, big. And Microsoft did hint that there were big things coming. But yeah. we didn't think it was like this level of... I didn't think Whoa, it was this big. what the heck? I thought, I thought maybe they got another studio. That's right. what I thought. Yeah. But no, they got an entire group of studios. Parent company. Like, what? Yeah. 
They, uh, I think this is Arcane too. I think that's. Uh, I think they got Arcane now. I could be wrong about that. I'm. I'm not 100, percent but I think they might have Arcane now. Jeez. And our Arcane made Dishonored and and uh, stuff. Nice. So, yeah. There you go. You know what? Arcane might be. I. You know what? Arcane might be the ones developing Deathloop, actually. So. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Don't quote me on that. I, I need to look at that a little bit more, but I think that might be that might be the thing. Um, so yeah, really big deal. Uh, you know, this is this is definitely a big win for Xbox. Ultimately, no matter what I think of it, no matter no matter how often I reference how buggy their Bethesda's games sometimes tend to be, it's definitely a power play, that's for sure. Definitely a big uh, big move. Now, I don't think this like, I don't I don't think this makes them win. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, well, now they have Bethesda, no. that's it. Um, Sony has much, too much power in the exclusive department to just lose like that. <laughs> it's an interesting salvo. For it, sure. it makes them a little. It, it could potentially make them a little bit more even. Is what I, is yeah. what I the way I want to put it. Yeah. So well, I mean, we were just saying that, like, man, like Microsoft has like no games. Yeah. Well, now they will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, um, don't don't you know? Of course, this you, you know you, you come to expect this these days with Microsoft, but. Of course, they mentioned how this is going to impact Game Pass, because of course it is. Oh, it's this is huge. Basically, for, this like basically triples the value of Game Pass. Yeah, a ridiculous library of Bethesda games are coming to Game Pass. They like, said everything. all future, all of them. <laughs> Bethesda games are coming to Game Pass. All of them. And I'm talking about like they're talking past stuff too. And I think they're past. Every, yeah, everything's all of, all coming of, to Game oh Pass. Oh my god, this like Game Pass was good before, but. I mean, it's it's just there's no there's dude. no denying Game Pass, dude. There's no denying Game Pass. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's too good. It's too good. Like I can be a fan of Sony all I want to, but even I'm that's Game Pass is amazing. Yep. <laughs> just oh my god, as it's simple as that. Unreal. And that's you know just like really honestly, Xbox achieved even with me the thing they wanted to achieve with that last uh, gameplay uh, revealed or you know showing they did. They sold Game Pass. Yep, and that's what they really wanted anyway. Yeah. So maybe they haven't sold me on, on the Xbox Series X, but they sure show. They don't Game Pass. care. I mean, they obviously care about selling consoles, but that's secondary to there's their primary. They part. Their primary focus is clearly selling you Game Pass and that Game Pass, bro. Yeah. Yep. And that's, now that's they it. just gave you like a ton of more reasons to use Game Pass. Yeah. This is huge yeah. for Game Pass. Yep. It's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. And of course now XCloud is, is officially released, so those who have Android devices can uh, stream all the, well, not all the games, like 170 games on Game Pass. Um, I, by the way, I haven't checked into this yet, but I, I think you can also stream to your console too if you want to. If you don't want to download a game, I think you can just stream to your console. I, I need to actually check. I don't know if that's true or not. I think I think you can. I think I think you can, but I, I don't want to say that and then be wrong. So don't quote me on that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's all I have for gaming news today. You know what that means, Sherlock? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that means it's yes. time for. Welcome 
Accessibility, baby. <laughs> Alrighty then. So there are two topics for accessibility uh, news. But I want Sterlock to pick which one we start with. Because like I could I could go either way with this one. What's the let's start with the the one that we're not going to talk about as much. Talk about as much. Okay. So <laughs> get it out of the way. Well that's I want to be clear on this. The thing we're about to talk about is not a bad thing. No, 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 no. But I don't know. there's definitely something we want to talk about more. So first of all, I want to talk about a game that uh, that uh, I've I've been I actually did one stream of it so far, and we'll be doing more. Um, and a game that uh, is intriguing in how accessible it turned out to be. A game called Root Letter. Yeah, which is a really neat game. I like uh, it. Definitely visual visual novel style game um, about a pen pal that you had. Your character had a pen pal 15 years ago. Um, and the, you find you're going through her old letters, you know, in a, in a, in a fit of, of memory things. I don't know. Going through her you're old letters. You're cleaning out your... Um, you're basically kind of doing some like, right, house cleaning because right. you, you, uh, you just quit your job. You're kind of like, you know... Hey, I'm gonna start examining your life. In my life. Yeah. 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 So you're doing some house cleaning, find all the letters, go through the old ones, and find another letter that you never opened fifteen years ago. Yep. And the letter says, I killed someone. <gasps> I must atone for my sins. And you're like, Oh my god, what the heck? And so you start looking into it. And it's it's kind of a mystery game. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but it's kind of a mystery game. Um and there's have, already there's already twists. It's cool. There's already twists. Yep, there's already twists. And um the the whole thing about like looking back in the past, every time you get a every time you look at one of the letters, you get to kind of go back into that memory and decide how you responded 15 years ago is just kind of neat. Like I'm I'm wondering how this is going to affect the story if at all. Yeah. Um but it's very accessible. It's um it's very simplistic in how it works. Um, movement is done with a menu. You just choose a place on a map that you want to move to, kind of like Phoenix, right? Yep. Um, it's very even some of the characters are like, yeah, this is definitely inspired. Just some of the oh, humor really? and the well. Oh, oh yeah, you mean? Oh, you mean? Okay, you're yeah, not yeah. saying like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It does seem that way, doesn't it? it definitely of, does. Some of the humor is just like, yeah, this is definitely these guys were fans of Phoenix, right? Yeah, I, I felt that too. I felt that too. It, it's it's there's some. There's some over the top, but in a in a charming way, characters that are I think are might very very likely Phoenix Wright inspired. Um, the mechanics are really simplistic in that when even when you're looking around, there's there's an audio cue and a vibration cue when you when you find something that you can actually click on. If only Phoenix Wright had that. I know it Phoenix made Wright things so, that. would have made that game so much simpler. A lot less random clicking if they yeah. if they just had that. And you can use the D-pad to, to move the cursor, which actually is really great because um, you can do what Blind Ryan called the lined paper method. Yep. You go up to the top, go all the way in one direction or another, and just go down a little bit, then do the opposite, and then repeat. That's a lot of how um, you navigate uh, Pokemon games, too. Really? Okay. Yep. That's, that's good to know. If you're looking <laughs> for something know. very specific that you know is kind of around, you can, that, you can use that method, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it, it OCRs very well. 
Um, you do have mostly. to use OCR, but it, it, it works very, very well. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, actually, that's true. Mostly. The letters themselves don't OCR very well at all, which is unfortunate. Oof. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Fortunately, learning Japanese and maybe... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that far <laughs> You understood... I did. I, I did get... I did random get some random words up. and phrases, though. Yeah, because... It's like, you know, the direction of, of, of Japanese that I'm learning is, is very specific in, in what it teaches you. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, it's, it's primarily focused on conversational, but it does teach you concepts that you can then use. Like, once I learn all the things this has to teach me, I could probably take those concepts that I learned and apply it to other words. Yeah. Um, which I think is the point. Um, but yeah, right. so I, I, couldn't, I couldn't like translate it on my own, but I certainly did pick up a few things. So, um, breaking accessibility news. Breaking oh. accessibility news. The Game Awards 2020 will introduce an innovation and accessibility award. Ooh. Ooh. Last was two. Thank you. Last was two. Last was two. Last was two. Last was two. Wins. It just wins. It's, it's going to win. I mean, there's How can no, anything else win? Nothing else is going to even come close. Because remember, this this is this is restricted to this year. You know what? Last of Us Two is probably why this is happening. Honestly. Yeah, you know what? It may be. It may be why this is happening. I wonder if it's also why James Berg winked at me that one time. <laughs> <laughs> nice, wonder. nice. Who the winked? What? Um. So I I got a so after I shut off my plaque on Twitter from the ACB, mm-hmm. I got a tweet uh, a message back from James Berg that congratulated me and said, I have a feeling this isn't the only hardware you'll be receiving. Wink. Ooh. I kind of wrote it off at the time. Oh, really? I kind of wrote it off at the time because it doesn't have to mean anything. Like, it could, it could be that he's just confident that I'll get awards for some stuff later on. Projects, yeah. You know. Oh. But, I don't know. I this, don't know this actually makes that I make don't see how anything could the last of us no yeah nothing, I don't, nothing is going to be the last of us i don't think anything's gonna be the last of us no i, way. I don't know if, i mean i don't think they'd have me receive the award but I don't, you know but it's gonna be the game that receives the award which is which is great which is freaking awesome yeah what else could possibly win no, I, I, nothing I, absolutely I nothing will come even close <laughs> i mean there'll be other nominations of course but like yeah there has to be because I mean, you, you could even to. nominate like i guess you could like even nominate maybe animal crossing to a certain extent yeah, I mean it's gotten some some press coverage for for, yeah. for that, but and I guess um, it have, remember it's general accessibility though it's not just blind accessibility. Right. Yeah, I know, I know. So what has made waves in other areas? Right. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm trying to think of um, what was the uh, gears. But no, gears well, no, not, that's year. not this year. That's not this year. It's got to be this year. Yeah. What was the game that added a bunch of stuff? Ghost of Tsushima. Did some stuff yeah, they, this year. They 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 might. Destiny added. Uh, Destiny added button remapping. That's true. Controller remapping. Ghost of Tsushima ah. may. Ghost of Tsushima may may be nominated. Yeah, I know they added some stuff for for uh, motor impaired. I know they added a. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't add a slower mode, did they? I don't think they did. Uh, I, I think I'm imagining things. I think they did actually. Did they? Okay. I think so. That sounds okay. familiar. Well, in any case. That's awesome. I'm the last of us two is guaranteed. It's a it's a I'm pretty sure it's gonna win. It's a shoe in. <laughs> pretty sure. But that's that's still that that's not saying that as a bad thing. I'm just like no, nothing no. else compares. Like look at all the stuff that's there. Yeah, and we're even even now talking about the last of us two, we're still not talking we're not just talking about blind accessibility either. 
Lesser oh. 2 has so much accessibility for so it's many people. It's ridiculous how much is there. So it's it's hard to compete with at this yeah. point. But you know you know why this is good? But it's going to really set good. a bar. It's not only going to set the and bar. That's an incentive. Yes, exactly. People are going to want to win that award. Mm-hmm. That's great. Oh, man, this is so good. Yeah. I can't wait for the Game Awards. Wow. Holy, holy cow, Dude. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Game Awards. Eh, okay, maybe we'll get one cool announcement. Eh. You know what I typically like about the Game Awards? Well, first of all, the Game Awards shows typically have... Uh, they, they, they typically get some world, some world premiere trailers during the Game Awards. Mortal Kombat 11. Game Mortal, Awards. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, that's how that happened. Yeah. They typically get some trailers. But a lot of what I used to like about the Game Awards shows was like... I like the the little bits they arrange. Like they always have the like the things with game characters like receiving their awards themselves and stuff like that. I like yeah. that stuff. Typically, that's why I watch the game awards. But now I'm gonna be watching for this because this is that's awesome, dude. Dude, yes, that's awesome. That is so cool. Yes, that is the best. That is amazing. Okay, oh, so root letter. <laughs> I'm super. I'm hyped for the game awards now. Oh, yeah, my man. Gosh. What is December tenth? December tenth. Oh my god, my birthday! Really? The game awards happen on your birthday? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Right, well, celebrate your birthday. Watch the Happy game birthday awards. to me. Actually, I'll be in Colorado at the time, so I might not be able to watch live. Oh, well, we'll see. Either watch an archive or just tell me to tell you what happens, and I will. Yep. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, Root Letter. Great game. Yes. Uh, very, very accessible. Like I said, it OCRs well. It, uh, it plays well. It's very simplistic in, in its mechanics. It teaches Even, you new things. This is how you do cursor-based movement correctly. Yeah, I agree at least allow for the use of the D-pad so we don't have to worry about angles and weird, yep. like, off-center things. Yep. And then, you know, let us let us do it that way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. If you're going to do it, allow, uh, allow us to use the D-pad that way, then. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Check it out. Root Letter. It's available on PS4 and, I believe, Steam as well. Steam, yeah. Uh, it is the... there's It's 20 bucks for the Probably original. GOG as well. I don't know. Prob- prob- maybe GOG. I don't know. It's twenty bucks for the original edition and thirty for the enhanced edition, which uses real photographs instead of the uh, artistically stylized art. So you know, it's, but with it's the cool. uh, with the thirty dollars version, you you do you can switch between yeah yeah between them. So is that you, is that if you all like... ads too? Like, is there is there also like I'm assuming there's not like more content. I don't think it has any additional content. Yeah, though. it's just it's just like better graphics essentially, <laughs> which is it's fine. It's fine. Um, if you like looking at things, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Let's, uh, let's been, get into the real thing that Sherlock wanted to talk about. I'm so hyped to talk about this for... Yeah. Even Bob's hyped to talk about this, man. Dude. Um, so, yeah. There's a game that in the U.S. just got released, which is really cool, by the way. Like, it's not It's not very often that we get a, a handle on a new release like this. Um, but to be fair, we wouldn't have unless it hadn't already been released in Japan. You know, if it hadn't already been released in Japan, we wouldn't have gotten this. Yeah. Um, because we never would have guessed. Because why would we? Um, that said... I'm sure somebody would have tried it because the company it's from, but... Yeah, yeah. It might not have been either of us, though. It might not have been. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It's just crazy yeah. to think about that. But luckily for us, this game has been out for about a year in Japan already. Yep. And Japanese blind players have completed it. Completed it. Yep. And we were like, OMG, what the heck? What is this game? 
Well, that game, folks, is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Aegis Rim. Oh, dude. This game. That I... game is freaking awesome. Yep. Um, I, I've said it, and I'm just going to say it. I said it in my stream, and I, I said it to Brandon. This is one of the best games I've ever played. And that, even with the limited... I, I, I I'm not mind. even being hyperbolic with that yeah. statement. Legit is one of the best games I've ever played. My response to him when he said that was, even with our limited scope of games, that is still very high praise, because we've played a lot of games. Yep. So that's, that's very high praise. Um, and it's, it's very, very good. It's yep. very... The story is very good. The voice acting is mostly very good. <laughs> I, think I, I think I heard one... I think I heard one bad voice actor. Oh, I know, I know, I know exactly the line you're talking about. It's not yeah. fair. Yes, yes, there it is, there it is. I was like, I was like, okay, okay, this is happening. But I don't think that was one of the main characters. I think that no, was no, it was a side character. It was a side so character. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Let it go, man. Um, <laughs> it's all good, and the. Accidental accessibility. I'm going to put it the way that you put it on my stream uh, yesterday, Sterlock. The accidental accessibility is here in spades. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's just so many. You thought Resident that... Evil had a lot of it, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> there's just so many things that make this game accidentally accessible. It's not designed for us. Don't get me wrong, but it's it might as well have been. It might as well have been right. It's almost like it... for years I thought that like Game Freak was like aware that like blind people were playing Pokemon. Oh yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe they're intentionally doing these things, but I, I, I don't think that's the case, but no, no. And it's, it's almost like that again, like with this game, it's just like, yeah. Do they, do they like, know? Do they that, like... know? <laughs> <laughs> because look, look, let's throw out some examples. What do you say, Sir Locke? Let's throw out some examples. Yeah, absolutely. How about, how about the thought cloud? Yep. It's, it's a menu you can go into where, so for, first of all, when something is added to this this thought cloud, you get a sound. It's effect. like your it's your standard adventure game keyword menu, basically. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And every time something's added to it, you get a sound effect. Yep. This thought cloud is used to give you more information, but it's also used for literally like using items or discussing particular topics with another character. Yep. And when you can discuss one of the things in your thought cloud with another character, there's another sound effect to indicate that you can do that. Yep. And, and, if that's not enough, when you go into the Thought Cloud menu to choose something, it's, it's fully narrated. voiced. It's voiced. By not your only, character. Not only is it voiced, but when you go to look at the information on that, that's narrated too. Yep, that's like, narrated what? too. By, by the character the controlling the time. No OCR yep. required. What? Not for, not for that anyway. OCR is still required right. for the game, but not sure. for the Thought Cloud. Yeah, yeah. But like, just in general, when you're just generally moving around the adventure segments. Yeah, you don't yeah, really you need OCR need, for anything. You don't need OCR at all. OCR a little bit maybe for combat to double check your attacks or something. that's the bulk of the game, yeah, is the adventure segments. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Remembrance, as uh, the game calls the yeah. segment. Yeah. I, w- I would still say, if you can do it, definitely go with OCR. Um, but even, oh, you this know game what? OCR is fantastic. To be honest, like even if you didn't have access to OCR... Someone could do like a menu guide and yeah. a guide for this button does this um, to get through all the tutorial stuff. Like, you know, here's, here's what you'll need to know to play the game. Yeah. And 
probably could play without OCR, honestly. Yeah, um, I think so. Though it, it can be helpful in some situations. <clears throat> so, it yeah. does read all the tutorial stuff. It does. It does read all the tutorial stuff. Sam's it doesn't buttons, read the, of course. It, because... it doesn't read the attack screen very well, though. Yeah. In my experience. But I think that's mostly because of the way the interface is. Yeah. And fact, um, there's a lot of things. And there's a lot of HUD stuff. Yep. So yeah, that's what I figured. So, but but eventually you'll see. The thing is, in combat, you know whose turn it is because they have a voice line when it's their turn. Yep. So you know you know that. So you can you could theoretically memorize their attacks as well. The Sentinels will they'll also tell you. They give you information. Yeah. Like they tell you when you're in enemy enemy threat range. They tell you when you've been. We hurt. haven't even. You know what? We haven't even told people even what this game is. What it's oh, about. Oh yeah, maybe we, should we should probably do maybe that. Do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> We're so, so excited to talk about it. We haven't even... because it's because it's so playable and it's so amazing. Yeah. Um. So this game is a combination. Check this out, guys. This is not something you see every day. Combination visual novel and. Monster versus mech strategy battle game. Yep. What the heck? <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's that crazy combination, and it works really well. It's not even just a visual. It's almost. It almost feels like a side-scrolling point-and-click adventure game kind of thing. You know what it is? It is kind of like that because you have to use you know the thought clouds on people. Yeah. To proceed sometimes. Which is the equivalent of like using an item from your point and click adventure inventory on something, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I mean it's... it is kind of like that. Ah, dude, it's so good. Like, and the audio, the audio, man, the audio is tremendous. Accessibility aside, the audio is just tremendous all around. It's you got this very cool like sci-fi feel to it. I mean, obviously, of course it does, but like, you could do worse audio than this. Just, yep. I'm just I don't know how to I don't know how to put it. I guess, but. This this is definitely one of the better sounding mechanical versus monster games. Yep. Although I will say this, I wish the monsters made more noise than they do. Yeah. I there's yeah, yeah I can agree. With I've, that. I've I've heard a couple of cutscenes where there's definite monster noises in the cutscenes, but that doesn't really happen in combat, which is kind of weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. But mostly the audio is amazing. The combat. Is super satisfying. Oh my god, the combat! Is, I can't wait to jump back into combat. I I am shocked by the combat, like how fun it can be, because going back to the accidental accessibility of the game, um, when you're choosing your attack, let's say it's an, well, first of all, even and with any attack, as soon as you choose the attack, you can you can choose to aim the attack. Now sometimes it'll auto aim at the nearest target. If there's a target nearby, it'll just it'll just aim at it for you, which is already helpful. If it doesn't do that. You can still move the cursor around and aim at things, and when you when you find something you can shoot, it makes a noise. I mean, come on. Sometimes it'll make multiple noises if there's multiple targets in your. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say next. If you if you're using an area of effect attack, if you're using an area of effect attack, when you find an area that contains multiple enemies that your your attack will hit. You'll get a bunch of those little clicks in a row, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, this is going to be amazing!" And then you do it, and then everything dies. It's like it's- the visual. Like I've never, because like I now know what sighted people feel when they're like, "Oh, this attack is going to be awesome!" Because you can see the, you know, with other you know what strategy games, have. you know, you can see how 
many people it's going to affect or, yep. you know, to get that in audio for the first time ever and just have that feeling, oh, this attack is going to do so much damage. It's going to be cool. Every time we hear a bunch of those little clicks in a row, we're just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got like 10 of them, like, and you're like, oh, yep. this is going to be. Yep, I'm going to press X now and I'm going to watch this happen. <laughs> and all the, the it's audio. It's so satisfying, dude. The audio for the attacks, like, it wouldn't be as satisfying, except the audio for the attacks is also really good. Yeah. Like, the, the sounds of missiles coming out of not the only that, is amazing. Not only that, but like, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if you get this too, but like the comments that the characters make kind of hype it up too. Just like, yeah, yeah, take this. Yeah, yeah, no, they do. They do. It feels there's like one, there's one guy, I think it's uh, Juro, actually. It's like when he fires the machine gun and sometimes he's like, damn, kaiju. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think it's so good. It's so good. It's so and the, the, Just the, all the audio is great. It sounds like mech combat should. Yep. Like you have, there's a couple of moves you have that are like really big laser attacks and they really go, you know, oh, I love it. There's a leap attack that does a shockwave. Oh, and... Yeah, the, oh. the impact of that. It's so good, guys. It's so good. Oh, my God. And, uh, and yeah, I guess it's worth comments. Oh. All the comments. Yeah. And it's worth, it's worth uh, mentioning again, I think, because we only, we only glossed over this a little bit. The sections that are not combat are all side-scroller sections. Yep. So navigation is super simple. And again, when you find someone you can talk to or something you can, you can interact with, it makes a sound. It makes a sound. And the stories... The story... Like, the story is... The story is really good, but it's also really involved. Like, it is really good, don't get me wrong. But I will also admit to you, Sterlock, that I'm having a little trouble keeping track of every single character. I mm-hmm. I fully have not memorized like everyone's voice yet or like this all of their they, origins. Like, ugh. this is why they provide a flow. They literally have a flow chart that you can look at. Yeah, that's in the if you're uh, cited. It's in the archive. It's in the, ana- yeah. it's in the analysis. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Oh my god, it's it's unreal. <laughs> like it is unreal. Yeah. Like there's it's, time it's travel. There's characters like the story jumps around like this it almost sounds like a negative but it's not like yeah no it's it's really not it's really not it it just it just adds to the intrigue like you wonder why these characters are doing this thing yeah um and maybe you'll find out later you know <laughs> but like the story is very piecemeal but that almost makes it more interesting like ooh okay like what's how's this going to tie into this and like and then when like a thread ties together, you're just like, oh, it's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. Oh, and one thing I want to mention, and I, um, and keep in mind, you you haven't quite finished the prologues. I've only no, finished the prologues. Yeah. I've done nothing else with the game yet. I don't know anything else story related yet because I haven't Which... spoiled myself on anything which by the way is a little bit shocking because that tells me this story has some real length to it at least it seems to um people are saying it's a 30 to 50 hour game yes i'm down i am down absolutely wow i i've played the game i did i did a full stream of the game so far so four hours of this game i haven't finished the prologue yet yep (laughs) it's wow (sighs) 
Dude, I'm ready for this, man. And the I'm ready. music. And the music. Oh, my God, the music. And it, it blows my mind, too, that you, you told me there's a trophy for taking down 150 kaiju with one attack. Yep. Which, I which makes me want like. to do that because, like, what I want to hear is the clicks that the happened clicks. before you execute the attack. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that, too. Like... When does that happen, and what? When can I make that happen? Like, can I can I do that right now? Because I want to do it right now. Right. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been 150 kaiju in a single fight yet. No. So you know, that's probably not gonna see that till like the end of the game. Yeah, that's just so cool though. The but fact like, that that can happen in this game is amazing. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, okay. This game, like, um, one more thing I want to mention about it too is uh, it, this. This is a concept that I may struggle to convey without being able to demonstrate it. Um, but I talked about it on stream yesterday. There is a certain flow to this game that I really, really like. And I don't really know how to explain it except to say that um, when you're in the world, and like especially during the side-scrolling events, um, the, the those scenarios, mean, I mean... Brandon got a call. Okay. So that was... You got a phone call. I did get a phone call. (laughs) Um, So when you're in this world, stuff happens. um, And it happens while you're moving through the world. And it, it, it it just has a way of flowing together. So like, someone might start talking to you as you walk up to them. And then when you're actually finished walking up to them, that'll trigger the next cutscene. Yep. But it'll, it'll happen so dynamically and fluidly that it just feels like a single thing. And I really, just, I really like that about this game. And not only just, that too, but like sometimes like when you finish talking to someone, they'll turn to like the other person that they were talking to and they'll carry on a little bit of a conversation and you can still you can do walk other away. things. Yep. Yep. While that's going on, and yeah. carry on your own conversation while they're having their own conversation, yep. so you'll have like overlapping <laughs> conversations. Going but on. I mean, that's real life, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's re- it's it's just it's really neatly put together. Yeah, and I just I really like I really like this game, man. I really like this game. You know, I I was actually sad today, and I have to, I have to announce this publicly, but it's the truth. So, Sterlock, today I did some math. Yeah, and. uh I almost wish I hadn't done this math, not but I, math. I did the I did the math. Oh God, math! Yes, that's right. Math, I did math. Not math. And guess what I realized, Sherlock? Huh. I can't play more Aegis Rim this Friday. Oh, this Friday is the last Friday of the month. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Yep, and Already? I gotta make good with my patrons. Yeah, I did oh my the math. God. This Friday is the twenty fifth, which means there's no other Fridays in the month. Wow, does not. Okay, it doesn't feel like it's that close to the end of the month. Is, I guess yeah, this is. is a 30-day month, so there's no other Fridays. Wow. That's... The month ends next Wednesday. Oh, uh, I'm kind of disappointed, too, because... <laughs> right. What? But my patrons pay yeah. for the party, so i got to do it. Yep. So, Netflix party uh, this Friday. Yeah. Uh, you know what I could do? I could. I could on Saturday. I'm thinking about doing this, actually, because I'm, I'm pretty sure no one can complain. Uh, do kind of like what I did last Saturday, where I split the stream. First half is maybe Root Letter, which is the original intent, and then second half is more of 13 Sentinels. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might do that. You'll at least be able to finish the prologues and yeah, uh, yeah, and get into get, get into a little like bit into the yeah, yeah. I think I, I might do that. So that's the plan. Uh, we will play more, but not on Friday. Anyway, um, I also really like the musically. I like how dynamic. Oh, it's so yes. satisfying too. It's like big fan, big fan. Yeah. Love yep. it because it, it's so great. Trust me, you guys will love it too. When when uh, there's there's always little like build build ups to the combat segments, and then when it finally transitions into the combat segment, the music just ramps right up dynamically, and it's just so god. Like here you go, there's action. here you go. It's time to fight. Time to take down some kaiju, brah. <laughs> I like the. It's so good. Some, one of the reviews brought up like the interesting dichotomy of the music, how like it's the music kind of um, signifies the 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 struggle because like you've got like the technology like the the techno kind of stuff representing like the kaiju and then you've got like strings and things like that yeah. for like the humans That's and they and the way they like interweave that is with each with each that. other and it's like yeah actually that I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I can. And it fits together so well. Like the music it does. has a very, like, specific feel to it. It's very. You get a lot of Final Fantasy thirteen vibes yeah. from it because yeah. it, that was. You kind said of that to insane. me on stream, and I totally agree with that. Which, I I'm fine with that because I really like Final Fantasy thirteen's music. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the the short version is. Holy crap! This game is good. This, this game is so good. Um, if you can get it, you should try it. If you have a PS4, it is PS4 exclusive. <coughs> um, or if you plan on getting a PS5, it'll work there as well. So yeah, it should work there. Um, I'm I'm fairly confident. And the only reason the only reason I say should is because I'm just keeping in mind it's probably silly, but I'm just keeping in mind the fact that they they said 99 percent of the games were tested will work on PS5. Yeah. So they may have found like one or two of the thousands of games for PS4 that don't work, but I'm pretty sure this probably I'm won't be one of them. Gonna things. guess that it's gonna work, yeah. Yeah. And this game's only. Oh, that's the only thing that blew my mind. I was fully expecting this game to be like twenty, thirty gigs, and no, it's only like four, four and a half, yeah, four point eight, something like that. And it's... how do they do that? Like, I mean, I because guess, like the because I had cited like Rachel, who is cited was like this game's art style is really good like it yeah. looks great yeah so how do they how how is this massive game that can take apparently 30 to 50 hours to complete with full voice with in full this, voice full acting, voice acting full voice acting four gigs in 2020 <laughs> I don't know. on ps4 what i don't understand what this. kind of voodoo magic does vanilla wear employ i have to look at the size of their other games because i think that i feel like that might be a consistent thing yeah their games so are not large their games are not very large file size wise yeah yeah it's pretty it's crazy and that that kind of harkens back believe it or not i actually i don't know how i managed to do this but full circle to bethesda because uh i remember when misty finally got skyrim for the xbox 360 way back like in 2000 
five or no, six or something. Six or seven. I don't know. Skyrim. When does Skyrim come yeah. out? 2008, nine? I don't know. I think eight or nine, years. yeah. Some maybe in twenty ten. One of those one of those years. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so we've actually got Skyrim for the three sixty. Do you know how much Skyrim is on the three sixty? Skyrim. Hmm. It's like three gigs. What? That's it? Yep. Yep. Skyrim, really? That is Skyrim. It's like wow. three gigs, and it's one of the most popular games of all time. And it's one of the. It's like a three hundred. It can you can spend like three hundred hours in that. In yeah. That game. Wow. How? Yeah. I don't know. That seems <laughs> like a technical marvel in itself. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dang. Anyway, this game good. Really, this really game good. is very good. I'm actually was. Getting ready to, I was literally sitting down to stream it. I finished my <laughs> breakfast, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to stream a little bit more um, Thirteen Sentinels before we do the podcast." And then I messaged you, and you, I saw your message. You're like, uh, "You want to do it now?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. All right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I but, think uh, that's going to be it for accessibility news, news. today. Yeah, get get Thirteen Sentinels. It's so good. It's yeah. Don't even just, wait for it to go on sale. It's worth full price, just, honestly. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. And again, if you're getting a PS5, you can play it there too. So yep. We're, I'm just gonna say you can, because yep. 99% is is and there's only one percent that don't work. I mean, come on, you you can. You can. Yeah, you can. The the ones that don't work are probably like the most obscure, no one's heard of them games. I don't know. <laughs> Life of Black Tiger. There you go. There you go. That'll be the one. <laughs> because, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be it, guys. We're going to do a little bit of an outro here, and then we'll get out of here for this week. Stay tuned. This has been episode 59 of the Breakdown Wall podcast. The the kitten episode. The Anna episode. Who's now asleep. Who's now asleep. Because, you know, she already gave her input on this, uh, on the gaming news of the day. Yep. So, uh, she can now sleep. <laughs> as always guys um, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you enjoy the podcast every week because we sure enjoy making it it is uh, a big part of our week um, especially I think I think it's actually gotten better since we started actually writing things down you know like we maybe yeah. have done from the beginning <laughs> yeah I really uh, yeah. you know we're, we're more organized now and I, I like that um, yep. I think so, so so yeah it's, it's really good really good show we're glad to do it for you but as always, we do want your feedback. We really do. We really, really do. You can leave voice messages on any platform, regardless of where you listen to it. There's a voice message uh, link on every platform in the show notes. You can support us if you so choose. Again, perfectly optional, but it is an option. If you like the content we produce, you can send us a $5 a month donation through the podcast itself, through Anchor itself, basically, the platform we use. And uh, that'll that'll fuel our content. That'll make us go, OMG, we have supporters, and it's awesome. Um, we know you're listening. We know you're out there. We appreciate you for listening. And uh, yeah, uh, this 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 podcast is brought to you, of course, by BreakdownWalls.net, place to go and check out all the Breakdown Walls crew, and maybe even join the Breakdown Walls crew if you so choose. We're pretty cool. We break down walls. I mean, what's cooler than that, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can listen to the podcast directly from the the web page, the main uh, front page there. You can uh, learn about us. You can uh, join our Discord server if you like. We'd love to have you. Um, so that's going to do it for this week. Who knows what will happen next week? Will there be more PS5 pre-orders? Will we fall in love even more with 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim? I don't I mean, know. 
Spoiler alert, the answer is most likely going to be yes. <laughs> most likely yes. <laughs> what movies will we watch in the Netflix party? I don't know. These, th- these are things for later considerations. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm Brandon Cole. He is Sterlock. And we will see you next week.